The recording you're about to hear documents the fantastical and heavily improvised adventures of two friends, united by their love of all things geeky, and tasked with a mission that will take them to the very limits of the pop cultural universe. This is Science Fiction Double Feature. Pretty good. This, um, well, this spaghetti is pretty, uh, pretty tasty. That Cantinatron 3000, whatever it's called, it's, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really working out. This is, uh, this is delicious. It's, um, I think it said it was spaghetti a la Leone. It's quite cheesy. How many, um, how many different meals were on offer? I've not used the Cantinatron 3000 yet. I mean, you just I mean, hit a button and it gives you a random meal, or did you choose spaghetti? Um, it was, there's just one button that says spaghetti, and I pushed it. Like I, I, it might change any time you go back to it, but as far as I could see, it's this one meal that I'm eating right now. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Cantina Tron is generous naming that, isn't it? It's really the <laughs> Spaghetti Tron. <Spaghetti> -tron. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, you know, maybe maybe it just knew that that's what I was in the mood for. It might it might uh, it might change. Yeah. You should you should give it a try. Hey there, you punks. You think the Cantinatron 3000 only serves up a single meal? The Cantinatron 3000 is specifically designed to read your innermost desires, and it serves up a meal that exactly suits the mood you're in that day. Val, Val, is that you? Yes, of course it's me. It's Val. Yes. All right. Okay. Wow. You sound you sound um, different. You sound uh, husky. You sound and... kind of like Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah, you do sound a bit like Will Arnett. <laughs> You punks! I'm set to Clint Eastwood mode right now. This isn't Will Arnett mode. Oh, okay. Oh shit, Clint Eastwood. Okay. Um, yeah. Very. Uh, now, now I hear it. I suppose there yeah. is a little bit of Clint yeah. in there, maybe. Yeah. But... Half Clint, half Lego Batman. But I'm. Uh, <laughs> but I know. I, I think that. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm. I'm fair enough. I'm. I'm pretty. Uh, pretty convinced. Sorry for. Sorry for. Um, insulting the Cantinatron. I. It. It did seem like it had read my mind because I was pretty much in the mood for. It. Spaghetti and cheese. So, well, yeah. I, might, I might go and fire it up myself. Just give me two seconds. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, see what you see. What you want. Oh, it's just giving me a, an americano with a little bit of hot milk. Hmm. Huh. I, I guess I was feeling kind of tired, but. I've yeah. been drinking a fair amount of coffee uh, of late since uh, I found out all the benefits associated with this more coffee card. Have you been been making oh. your, use of your? Uh... Oh, you bet, mate. You bet. I have been absolutely rinsing that more coffee card. I've had, you know, it's whatever it is. It's uh, you know, buy nine coffees, get the tenth free. And I've had like twelve free coffees. So you know, it's uh, it's it's been pretty, pretty working out pretty well. It's given me a little uh, touch of the PTSD, though, seeing Roger's grinning face when the last time we saw it in the flesh, of course, it was being crushed, crushed under into the immense pressure of, uh, <laughs> well, of the ocean. I guess it was water. <laughs> anyway, where where do you think we're actually going? Yeah, this thing's just been on autopilot for the last half hour. It looks like we're, it looks like we're kind of in Tuscan hillside. Yeah. kind of country right now this is beautiful italian scenery i'm seeing out the windows it's maybe maybe it's like a, a you know a, a sort of italian job vibe maybe maybe we're doing a you know a, a heist or something on those lines i don't know that would be absolutely sweet oh yeah. heist that's one hell of an idea you should yeah. pop that down in a book somewhere <laughs> <laughs> val remember heist idea. mode for later <laughs> All right, I've logged deck, you jackasses. Now listen, you're going to be real pleased with the news I got for you now. I just got a voicemail left on the van's built-in voicemail. I'm going to play it to you now. It's from Interdimensional Kev. Oh, this mm -hmm. guy again. Lads, as, as I'm sure you're aware, film composition lost one of its greats not too long ago with the death of Ennio Morricone. Perhaps most famous for his collaboration with pioneer of the spaghetti western genre Sergio Leone, Marconi's credited with scoring one of the finest soundtracks of all time, that of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, the original notes and your kept when scoring that film are allegedly kept in a beautifully bound notebook that remains at Ennio's recording studio in Rome. That's where I've got Val taking you boys now. You're going to grab me Ennio's notebook, photocopy it for me, and then leave it exactly where you found it. I don't want to desanctify that beautiful studio, okay? Now, this is a pretty simple mission. Don't imagine it'll take you more than 10 minutes. You're essentially going to a normal recording studio in Rome, uh, and then you're going to send, send me over a photocopy, okay? So uh, don't imagine you can screw this one up like you did Glutopia, boys. I look forward to receiving a copy of those notes shortly. Right, oh, okay. So 
recording studio to see, you know, our dearly departed Ennio Morricone's notes. All right, that that does sound a lot easier than stealing um, like a, a space-bound glue stick. Uh, yeah, that sounds reasonably reasonably straightforward. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it all plays out exactly like uh, it was just described, it's yeah. barely going to be an adventure, is it? It's more of a That's recording more of an a, errand. More, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's more of a task. <laughs> oh man, I have been thinking a lot about uh, Morricone since his passing. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, listening to that soundtrack, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, being the the prime one that I do really hammer on Spotify. It's just uh, really, absolutely I think the stunning. ecstasy of gold is one of probably my all time oh, favorite songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so some good. ecstatic gold. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so, like, gorgeously triumphant and atmospheric. And, like, I mean, I can only vaguely remember the film. The film's, like, very long. I can only remember, long. only vaguely remember it, the, the part of the film that that song's in, but the song just, like, just won't leave my head. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, I was reading a little bit about some of the, um, the trivia around the writing of that soundtrack, and it's fascinating, the instructions that Sergio Leone gave to Ennio Morricone included things like he wanted the atmosphere that there were skeletons laughing at the protagonists of the film from their tombs oh my god I don't know you can kind of hear that can't you you know in the the rattling sort of ever since I read that I've been like whoa he is even better than I first imagined hey amigos why don't you save the trivia small talk for somebody who gives a care you boys like Ennio Morricone you're going to be real pleased we just arrived at his studio in Rome. Oh, cheers. Thanks, Val slash Solid Snake. Oh, this is cool. It feels kind of strange to be here, right? Yeah, it's like eerily quiet. There's like a little bit of dust settled on everything. Yeah, there's some cool stuff there. Yeah, I mean, all, all the instruments you need to create the good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack. It's, yeah. uh, little shakers everywhere, some... Uh, so there's a giant bell installed in the middle of the room. <laughs> a real live rattlesnake that presumably he like shook the tail of. Yeah, careful. Yeah, oh shit, yeah. I think that thing's live. <laughs> it hasn't been fed for a while. We should probably let it out. I'll just let it out now. Just, just, let, you just let it out into the streets. It's fine. It can take care of itself. The streets of Rome. <laughs> So oh, what have we got? I mean, up on oh. the wall over there, we've got the framed uh, poncho that I assume Clint himself wore back yeah. in uh, the old man with no name. Back in the day, man with several names. I hope it's been. I think cleaned. he had a fallout with Sergio Leone, as I recall. There was uh, uh-huh, really? a bad falling out before. Um, what was the film that followed The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly several years later? Not Once, Once Upon a Time, upon in, a time the in the West. Yeah, which is a great film, but very long. Um, they all are. Yeah, it's yeah, thing. That's true. yeah, and I think, um, oh god, I can see some stuff from the thing over there. Honestly, oh, that, yeah, that's the head with the spider legs coming out of it. Oh. That is one horrendous prop. Yeah, that is absolutely terrifying. Honestly, that like soundtrack where it's just basically a heartbeat for the entire film. Like, dum, jum, dum. Jum. Oh. Jum, jum. Yeah, I feel me... like so many things have been influenced so clearly by Enyu ever since. If you think about the Stranger <laughs> Things soundtrack, oh my like, god, yeah, pretty much exactly the crossover that. there. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, honestly, what a guy, what a guy. And he did like you know other. He did lots of non-Western things. Like he did them um, Once Upon a Time in America, which is that like classic, another Sergio Leone, but this time you know gangster sort of vibes. Yeah, De Niro. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Apparently a classic, though. Sadly, I've never seen it. I have to agree. I have not seen it either. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking in the back of my mind, I sure hope we don't go too deep on this one. <laughs> no, it's uh, pretty no surface way. level. <laughs> hey, 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 look. This has got to be the piano itself that he did all that composition. I mean, maybe we'll find the notebook over here. Let's, let's yeah, take yeah. a look. Yeah, where would he keep a notebook? I forgot we're supposed to be looking for that. Yeah, I know. I forget these things fast. Check check some of the cupboards up there. I, all right, okay. I'll, I'll go and have a, have a route around. Wow, there's a lot of spaghetti in here. I'm, I'm I'm not seeing a book though. No, it's... yeah, I can't seem to see anything. It's just lots of like, I don't know, just lots of old food and and you know film memorabilia. Hey, hey, Jim, check this out. <clears throat> oh, whoa, whoa, holy shit! What was that? What? Uh oh. 
on it. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> I think you just you just played that little that little guitar riff from the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and now we've got a big old secret door. This is okay. I think this errand has suddenly turned into an adventure, Callum. Well, I mean, this is surely <laughs> fate is leading us into this corridor. We haven't found the notebook in here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, maybe that probably... seems like you know, uh, if if it was precious to him, if Kev wants it, presumably quite valuable. It seems like, you know, it seems sensible that you'd hide it in a vault or something. Yeah, let's, let's go and have a look. Let's head on down. Creepy, creepy tunnel, and now we seem to be in the we're desert. In a, yeah, we're in the yeah, in in a sort of arid landscape. That's presumably not in Rome anymore because this does not feel very very Italian. Um, I can't see anything much at all in any direction apart from some kind of epic rock formations. Yeah, is that? See some heat haze on the horizon over there. Is that? Is that a town? A village? Yeah, it may, yeah, might be a mirage, but it looks like a little little village thing. We must have there must be some sort of weird portal in in Ennio Morricone's bloody basement. But it's yeah, like got a direct line to the to the Wild West, doesn't it? It's baking out here. It's so hot. Oh yeah, I am oh, sweating gosh. already. I'm really annoyed that I wore this massive parka. <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> Leave <laughs> <All> it. <right. laughs> okay, I'm no ditching, it. It. ditching it. Right. Let's. I mean, we've got no choice but to make a beeline for. Yeah, the, let's the let's head for horizon. head for civilization. I think that's our only option. We might have some water or something. Yeah, or just you know know where we are and what's going on because this is kind of wild. See why there's anyone around. Oh, this is eerie. There's, this is definitely a ghost town. There's no one here. I wonder, I know, I wonder what happened to them all. Some of these shops are boarded up. Yeah. Anyone's lived here for, no. for a long old time. But... I wonder if. I wonder if the. Hello. Hello. No, I don't know. There's no one here. I wonder what happened. Head, head a little further down the street here. Yeah, let's just keep going. Got to be someone about, maybe, or, yeah. or at least maybe we'll find some clues as to what went on. Yeah. Look, look I mean, the tavern. There's always there's there's always a tavern, right? Like you know, people got to stop through. Whoa! Holy shit! Alto a disparo. Alto uh, disparo, entiendes? Uh, uh, entiendes, no, 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 no entiendes, por favor. Uh, si, yes, uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're English, yeah. Hey, hey, he said stop or he'll shoot. Oh. I uh, recommend you don't take another step unless you feel like discovering what your kneecaps look like from the inside. I, I really don't want to discover that. Okay, hold on, whoa, whoa. Easy, easy now, easy now, fellas. It's, uh, yeah, don't worry, we're, we're, yeah, just don't shoot us, please. What the hell do you two think you're doing here? This is Western world. <laughs> Western world. Uh, I mean, we we didn't even know where we were. We we got lost. We like you know came through some sort of portal. It's quite confusing. Like that, we're in Western world. That's where we are. Did they say West Western world or West world? Like yeah yeah. Did you did you say Western world or West world? Because one of them is going to be a copyright. Yes yes yes. No not not West world. Not West world. Don't say that again, please. It is definitely not West world. <laughs> we are in Western world. Look. Western get, world. Get inside here quickly. I will explain more. <laughs> All right, let's 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 follow this this um this lady because yeah, hopefully hopefully she's not like a murderous android. You fools! What do you think you're doing, walking about in the middle of Portillo's Gulch? Well, I mean, we we had, we don't even know where we are. What what what's Portillo's Gulch? What happened here? Where is everyone? This is Western world, okay? A dangerous planet populated almost exclusively by film crews vying to make a groundbreaking Western film. You find yourself in one of our last outposts, not yet overrun by marauding gangs of filmmakers. We are just a humble community of composers. We we set up this settlement of Portillo's Gulch not not ten years ago. We just make a modest living selling scores to the local gangs. But ever since the passing of Enyo, they seem to have lost interest. Now they only want the town as a set. Oh God, that sounds rough. And they and they they're not good. They're not good people. These uh, these production crews. <laughs> no, no, no. These are not good people. Did you just say the passing of Enyo? You mean Enyo was one of you guys? Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Enyo Morricone is from Western World. He's not. He's not from Earth. Ah, 
course Ennio Morricone is from Western World. Earth. Yes, of course. Ennio did used to mention he had a side gig going on somewhere in some alternate dimension, of course. That must be where he was always going off to on the weekends. Listen, Ennio Morricone was one of us. A, a composer here in Portillo's Gulch. This land is ruled by seven marauding gangs. Filmmakers, all obsessed with one genre of Western. They spend their days constantly vying for territory so they can have more sets for the most convincing Western of all. Oh, mate, this is, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear this. This is quite, uh, and it's a lot to take in. Like, Ennio Morricone was a, another, from another dimension, and his work on Earth was his, like, side gig. Imagine that being your side gig. That's, I'm, I'm just, I'm even more impressed right now, frankly. So um, Ennio, Ennio was famous on, what you call it, Earth? Yeah, he was. He was. He was a. He was a big. He, he was a big deal. He uh, he did loads of stuff. Oh, okay. So I mean, we're actually we're here looking for something of his. I don't know if you would happen to know anything about it. Well, what exactly is it you are looking for? I mean, it's not not anything big or anything. We're just looking for uh, for his uh, his notebook. His notebook. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you have come to an extremely dangerous place to seek a notebook. But of course, here in Portillo's Gulch, we all keep. Notebooks. Each composer keeps keeps track of the scores he has composed. Listen, I have Ennio's notebook here. He, he gave it to me for safekeeping before he passed away. Seems like he knew that his uh, years were numbered. Now listen, I might be willing to hand over the notebook, but in exchange, I will need something from you. Uh, all right, okay, okay. I mean... That was easy. What do, what do, what do, what do, yeah, yeah. So what do you think, Callum? Do you think, like, we see we see... What they want us to do, because I mean, if it involves you know six shooters and shootouts and stuff, I mean, I didn't like nearly getting shot a minute ago. We don't have the book, and I'm pretty sure we don't have another pass with interdimensional curves since we didn't pick yeah, up. Yeah, we uh, pricked. <laughs> we royally messed that one up. Well, no, we didn't. We just made a moral moral decision that he was not on board with. Okay, all right. Okay, sorry. What's your name, by the way? Ah, uh, my name, of course. I am Julian Pila. I am something of a leader in this town, but not officially, of course. Officially, we have a sheriff. His name, Juan Cornetto. You will find him in the sheriff's office at the end of the town. He will be able to tell you a little more about our plight. If you can help us, then uh, perhaps I will be willing to part with Ennio Marconi's notebook. Go on, head on down and meet Juan Cornetto. Wow. Well, okay. Thanks, thanks, Julianne. Julianne Peeler? Julianne Peeler? Julianne Peeler. Julian Peeler. Well, well, uh, thank you. Okay, we'll we'll go and see um, Juan Cornetto. Uh, is it is it just Juan Cornetto? I don't understand. Uh, he means, uh, do you want one or? Two? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Sorry. Anyway, okay. Yeah, it's an Earth joke. Don't worry. We'll 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 head down to the we'll head down to the office and uh, and see what he's got. Thank you for your help, Julian. Thanks, thanks, Julian. Right. Oh, boys, you you dropped your. Let's head to the uh, the sheriff's office. Um, Sweet, I must guess. be the one at the end there with the. Uh, I can see a kind of swinging door and. Uh, yeah, it's got a big couple of star on it, and it says, yep, says sheriff. sheriff's office yeah. on the front. That's gonna be it. <laughs> All right, okay, let's go and meet this uh, Juan Cornetto. You Juan Cornetto? Yeah, yes, yes. My my name is Sheriff Juan Cornetto. I am I am the sheriff of this here this here little ghost town. Well, we've been chatting to Julianne Peeler back up there. She nearly blew my friend ear's kneecaps off. Oh, that she seems Julianne. pretty stressed out. Oh, she's she's just a she's just a crazy old broad with too much gunpowder in her bones. Oh, she's a yeah. Don't worry. She'll she'll soon as shoot you is you know whisper hello to a butterfly. Oh, boys, boys. Yeah, but she, but when now what you've been telling you she ain't wrong. We do got a problem in this here town. We got a problem with them roving gangs of movie mobsters. They uh, they want to uh, turn our ghost town into a real ghost town, i.e., shoot us all and turn us into ghosts. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds like a nightmare. I I think Julianne seems a little more distressed about it than you, though. She sounds like she's taking this seriously. She said we might be able to help out somehow. Oh, I'm just uh, I'm 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 stressed about it, boys. I'm just I'm just helpless. We ain't we ain't got the people nor the gunpowder to see him off. I mean, I got a glass eye, I got my wooden leg, got a got a fiberglass kidney, and uh, and this this pistol the, it it only flies a little fag that says bang. It ain't real. Yeah, I've pretty much given up hope, and I think I'm just gonna before they arrive tomorrow, I'm gonna gonna pack up and head out into the hills. But you're planning to skip town. 
Well, I mean, fellas, like till 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 y'all came along, it's just been me and Julianne and a few other drifters, and I just I don't see any way out of it. So I mean, unless you guys are willing to help us, I just don't know what else I can do. We'll we'll help you out, all right, Juan. What exactly is it you need? Oh, you bo- oh, fellas, 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 you boys, you're you're gonna you're gonna save our bacon. I can feel it. Ah, well. I mean, you two don't look too, uh, you don't, don't look too tough and mean. I think, uh, you're looking all, you look like city slickers to me. I don't think you can, you can, uh, help us defend the time or by yourselves. But I think, uh, I, I have heard of a, a legendary do-gooder called, uh, Ronin Keating. Uh, Ronin I Keating? Think, no, Ronin Keating. Oh, Ronin Keating. Oh, that's clever. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I thought so too. And he's, he's, uh, apparently, uh, just a, a legendary savior of small towns such as ourselves. Um, you know, he's sort of gruff. He's, uh, he's handsome. He's, he wears a poncho, you know, chews a, a, an unlit cigarette, a little cigarillo kind of thing. You can't miss that some bitch. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd ask you fellas to, to, you know, stay and lend a hand defending us, but you look about as sturdy as that fence built by old blind Bill just before the deadly stampede of cattle that ran through here. <laughs> I tries my best with these old blind hands of mine. Quiet, Bill. Your woodwork is worth about as much as a coyote's marriage proposal. Uh, anyhow, would you fellas be amenable to riding out and finding our savior? I mean, we'd be we'd be mighty grateful, and uh, you know, I'm sure we could we try and help you in any way you can with whatever it is you're doing here. Well, I mean, we will be happy to do that. I'd, I'd just say, um, off the cuff, I have got a white belt in Laogar Kung Fu, so I'm maybe not quite as harmless as you think I you am. You got a, 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 a white belt in, in Watcher Who now? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, Juan. We, we, we can certainly help out. Um, so you want us to track down this legendary gunfighter, yeah, Ronin what was, Keating? What was Ronin Keating? Is that the, the fellow we're looking for? Oh yeah, that uh, boy. That's that's the fellow you're looking for. He's uh, yeah, he's he's just he's known in these parts for for helping uh, poor folk that just uh, that just don't have the the abilities to help themselves. I think if you head over to uh, to the town of uh, San Placenta, just just a little bit down the way, just a few miles through the desert, I check the saloon. It's called the uh, the Randy Rattler. There's bound to have word of him there. But look out for them uh, them pesky production crews. They're gonna be they'll be all over you like groundhogs on a fresh, freshly sowed field of corn. Boys, I see you have met Juan. Hello, Juan. Oh, he- hello, Miss Peeler. Oh, not again. Boys, uh, it's going to take you a little while to meet Sam Center on foot. Come on, I'll get you sorted out with a couple of horses. Come to the stables with me. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. I have never ridden a horse before. Is that going to be a problem? Uh, possibly for you. Boys, uh, one of you dropped this as you left. It looks like some kind of uh, discount coffee cart. Oh shit! Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I can't believe well, I dropped that. Well, hold on, that. Jim. That, that's a little uh, dis- di- un- ungenerous after we're being helped out by Julian. Why don't we leave uh, Moore's coffee cart with her? You know, it could be could be useful. She ever fancies popping through to work sometime, or uh, maybe true. it's valid here in Western World. Do you have coffee establishments here? Oh yes, of course. We have many, many Costa Coffee, uh, Starbucks. They are all here in Western World too. It's it's almost exactly the same, except we have an economy based entirely on making uh, Western films. Wow, fair enough. I didn't realise that they were quite that ubiquitous in alternate dimensions. I mean, I'm close to my 13th free coffee, but I suppose she's given us important. All right, Julianne, you keep the coffee card. You, oh. you, you deserve it. You've had a hard time. Thank you. This is entirely valueless to me. I will start it here. Uh, <laughs> okay, you two are going to need horses to make it all the way to San Placenta. It's a day's ride north. Uh, you can take these two horses here. They're some of the strongest we have in the state. They don't have names, though, so I suppose you get to christen them yourselves. Well, I've never well, named I've never a horse rid- before. I've never ridden a horse before, let alone named <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, more dangerous. Be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And go for the old uh, the old pun name, Liam and Noel Galloper. <laughs> yeah, I think that w- I think I think Noel and Liam Galloper is what we're going to have to name these bad boys. That we right. who's who's taking which? Do you want the more um, the more successful follow up career horse, or the one that um, caused all the aggro in the first place? I don't really know which is which, but um, I'll take I'll take Liam because uh, he is hilarious, and Liam the horse has beautiful flowing blonde hair, which I quite like the look of. Nice. I'll take Noel because uh, he looks like he's got an attitude and yeah, he's got a bit of a mank haircut going on. The way his mane kind of falls there at the sides, a little bit longer, front of the ears. Definitely a mank horse. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, let's. I'm going to try and get on this bad boy. Head you north. You'll meet the main, the main track that takes you to San Placenta. Just follow the sign. It will take you around a day's ride. Giddy up! <laughs> One, two, three, huh? 
Beer's hot and the sun is high Saddles are chafing beneath their thighs Not to drink but what they can find Think they're probably gonna lose their minds Callum spiked his arm on a cactus Jim's been bitten by twenty rattlers Fallen off the horses too many times Scorpions stinging both their eyes Now Jim's saddle's broken And he's riding at a wonky angle Sun is making Callum's ears are smoking And his holsters got all tangled The road was long, the sun was hot T'was Ronan that they sought So determined these cowboys phony To find the notes of Maricone But capable they were not Shot himself with his own gun And lizard stole the food so they ain't got none Jim banged his head on a mirage They don't get there soon, I say they're done I'm hot. The worst day of my life I'm hot It's really hot there's a snake on you. There's a snake on you. No, it's just a mirage. It'll be oh. alright. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just, just, yeah. It's, it's. Oh, oh man. Oh god. And like, un unless, I really hope this isn't another mirage. But I think we're there. I think we made it. This looks like San Placente. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, hitch these horses to this here. Alright. Okay. So, here we are. San Placente. San Placente. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a name. I'm glad that it's not. Uh, you know, too descriptive because uh, it looks like quite a quite a, uh, a regular regular western town. I think we've got you know we've got a dusty street, we've got a got a gun gun shop, gunsmith sort of thing. Got That's a, right. We've got a doctor's office over there. Oh yeah, presumably to, to heal all the gunshot wounds. That's right. General store. It seems a little livelier yeah. this place. There's quite a few. Yeah, this uh, isn't. Yeah. Gunslingers hanging around on the corners. We got a. Yeah. We've got townsfolk going about the business. It's yeah, we've got the chewing tobacco emporium, hat right. store, uh, what camera else? equipment uh, emporium just there. Oh, here look, there's a t talent agency over there as well. Looks like oh yeah, uh, shit. All sorts of things. Talent interested? We could uh, we could drop our cards in, you know, a bit of a side gig. Could leave a CV. I, I'd yeah. be happy Wouldn't to do hurt. so. Yeah. Oh, next to that we've got the uh, we've got the poncho emporium. I might have to stop in there as well. We, we must be approaching. Can you hear honky tonk? Coming from somewhere? Oh, yeah, kind of a little bit of a strain. Okay, that that, that we've got to, that must be that sounds like something someplace exciting. I think we've got to go. We've got to follow that. On the corner at the end of the street there. There it is. Oh, there we go. The Randy Rattler. The Randy Rattler. Wow, that sign. That is a very Randy Rattler. He needs Ooh. to calm down. Oh my god. Is he eating his own tail? No. Oh, <laughs> oh. my word, it's not. <laughs> wow, he really shouldn't be shaking that at strangers. Stay out of the Randy Rattler. Oh. Friendly place then. Easy there, that battle's had a little too much. Alright, you, you do that, buddy. Head on yeah. in, trying to blend in with the locals. Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, gruff, get your stink eye out, and uh, yeah, don't act too don't act too soft and city wise like we, <laughs> we tend to do. <laughs> I'm not gonna be getting my stink eye out in public. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not that stink eye, the other one. You know, just yeah, just 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 look mean. Basically. So that's the uh, pianist in the corner over there. He's okay, uh, yeah. hammering out tunes. We got on Bang the top deck. Tune tune. Some uh, looks like uh, couples getting a little intimate up on the top deck there. Oh uh, yeah, we've got the, we've got the sort of the, the mirror behind the bar. Lots of uh, big jugs with four X's on them. Massive selection of whiskeys, of course. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're filming a scene in the corner over there. Better make sure we don't uh, intrude on <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I know we've got a little, uh, little, some gambling going on. I think you see a poker game in the corner. Right, Jim, we got to save time. We need to find yeah. this Ronin Keating. I say we split up. All right. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, we've got to, we've got to find. Yeah, we've only got to what, like, till dawn tomorrow or something. We've got to, yeah, we've got to, uh, got to get on this. Okay. Um, I will. Okay, poker's a good way to, you know, bond with strangers quickly. I'll I'll I'll, I'll head to the poker table. Great shout. I will go and make myself known to this friendly looking chap at the bar. Okay, sounds good. <clears throat> uh, howdy there, uh, buddy, old pal. Um, where, can I buy you a drink? Oh, well met, stranger. That'd be that'd be awful kind of you. Yes, I will. I will take a take a beverage. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bar barkeep, uh, two, two, bar barkeep, uh, two beverages. Uh, what, what, what were you looking for, sir? Uh, I will have a, uh, I'll have a donkey spleen, please. Okay, uh, make it two of those. Two, two donkey spleens, please. 
Oh, you look awful new in town. You're straight on the donkey spleen. I'm, uh, you're a braver man than I. It took me years to get used to that trash. What exactly is a, a donkey spleen, um, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it's it's a it, they they get the uh, the spleen of a donkey uh, and uh, they they put it in the whiskey and it gives it that little uh, that little extra zing that you really get from all those amino acids and whatnot. Dude, I'll have a sip now. <laughs> oh, oh, mercy! That is <clears throat> some degree of spleen in there, old partner. Thanks for introducing that one to me. Oh, you're you're mighty welcome. You must be a you'll be a tough tough character when I first had my first uh, donkey spleen. I, uh, I cried for three days in a dark room so uh, you're doing well. So, so anyway, sorry partner, I, uh, I'm new in these parts. Do you, do you mind helping me get myself orientated? Uh, what, what exactly is this place we're in? Was it the, the Randy Rattler, was it? Yeah, this is, this is the, uh, the Randy Rattler. It's the, uh, the little center of, uh, center of activity in this here town of uh, San Francisco. Uh, hey, hey guys, is there room for one more at this, uh, this here poker table? Oh, how do, stranger? Fancy yourself a gambler, do you now, boy? Well, uh, pull up a stool, but be prepared to put down some of those hard-earned American dollars of yours, huh? Oh, well, well thank you very much. Um, yeah, actually, in terms of dollars, I don't have many. Could I stake something else? What's that, boy? You don't got no coin? Well, what do you got to stake? I have a, uh, what do I've got? I've got, um, uh, I've got a shirt, I've got, oh, I know, okay, hold on. I, uh, what about my cantankerous but beautiful horse out there, Liam Galloper? A horse, you say? Huh. With a musical pun-based name, you say? Hmm. A horse like that sure could be worth something to a gang like the Fluoride Five. Okay, Ginger, deal him out. What's your poison, stranger? Um, I would, I'd preferably not poison, preferably just some booze would be great. Ooh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna order you my favorite tipple that they serve here at the Randy Rattler. I'm gonna get you a dram of monkey shoulder. Bartend, bring us over around a monkey shoulder, please, to introduce our friend here to the high stakes team. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Not a problem. Now, what brings you to the Randy Rattler, then, partner? Oh, you know, we're just in town, hanging out, seeing what's uh, seeing what's what, having a little bit of a drink. You know, just just checking out the local scenery. Oh, that monkey shoulder is potent. You knocked that bomb back fast there, kid. A fan of the fire water, are you? <laughs> hmm. You say you're in town uh, just uh, getting to know the place, hmm? So you just uh, ride up and decide to get to know towns? Is that what you do now, boy? Okay, if you really want to know, we're actually we're, we're here looking for a uh, uh, a fella. Uh, we're, we're on, a, on a, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a mission to find him. In fact, you might be able to... to help me in this matter. Um, I suppose have you heard of someone called uh, Ronan Keating? Ronan Keating? Yes, yes, I've heard of Ronan Keating, my boy. I've heard of Ronan Keating, all right, but uh, I tell you what, I want to hear a little more of your story, but before we get started with that, how's about I uh, introduce you to the gang, seeing as you here to settle in for a little game? Deal out the cards, Ginger, and I'll uh, head round the table and do some introductions. So first of all, there on your left, we got a uh, Ginger Vitus. He's a former orthodontist to the stars turned out with. Ginger knows his way around a dentist toolkit, and he has a handy way of convincing people to spill the beans. Funny how much a man will blab with red roll gums. Say hello now, Ginger. Well met, stranger. Well met indeed, Ginger. Next there uh, on the right of Ginger, you got Army Hammer. Army Hammer here is a giant of a man who don't say much, but what he lacks in words, he more than makes up for in muscle. He used to take our jobs as a bodyguard for some of the stars before he started running with us, the Fluoride Five. Say hello now, Army. Me, Army Hammer, win on flop in poker game. He does often win on the flop in the poker game, so what he says is true now, boy. Moving on to the right there, we got Scurvy Dan. Scurvy Dan here ain't the sharpest hatchet in the saddle pack. Heck, he ain't even the kind of tool you bother packing. But as our resident munitions expert, he can always be relied upon to bring the fireworks for any party. He's worked on over 30 feature films and has inadvertently sent six actors to the big old talent agency in the sky with his enthusiastically explosive set pieces. Ain't that right, Dan? Oh boy, howdy. I'm always looking to make it seven, you know? <laughs> Last but not least, we got our extraterrestrial friends here. Spear and Pepper, a.k.a. The Fresh Twins. 
These two arrived inside a meteor that struck Western World back in the early 90s. And since then, they've been finding steady work in local freak shows till we picked them up and gave them stable work in some of our horror Western mashups. These pale, glowing, and powerfully fresh twins communicate telepathically, allowing them to perform incredibly tight freestyle reps like so. We're spearing pepper, we drop rhymes together. Here in the Wild West, we're the motherfucking best. When we say ho down, it ain't cause we're dancing. Run through the streets with nothing but pants and stetsons. Cause when the sex shooters pop, you know the sheriff's the one to get dropped. That's what I'm talking about, that's my boys. I mean girls, I mean androgynous extraterrestrial beings. Spear and pepper, the fresh twins. I've introduced you now to the Fluoride Five Boy. My name's uh, Emmanuel Toothbrush. I'll leave the gang. You'll count six of us in total, but Fluoride 5 works for alliterative purposes, so I consider myself something of a manager. We run as part of a larger gang, though. The Best Boys. Don't know if you heard of us. Uh, I haven't heard of The Best Boys, but, um... <clears throat> if that's, I mean, you're the best, that sounds pretty good, you know? It sounds, sounds nice, you know, the best at stuff. We answer to another fellow. A fellow I wouldn't even want to cross if you offered me all the Colgate in the Old West, called Anton Taganista. Now, you've met the gang. Who's for another drama monkey show? Well, I mean, yeah, why not? It's a pleasure to meet you fellas. Um, yeah, let's let's get around in and uh, play some play some cards, you know. Now, gentlemen, prepare yourselves for the river. Well, boy, I must say I underestimated you. You have put back enough of the firewater to fell my horse. I do believe I should call you Fireface on account of your fiery red beard and your enthusiasm for hard liquor. L liquor? But I, I barely know. <laughs> oh, comedian as well. That is a fine joke. I imagine you could use that with plenty of words to them with ER. I enjoy that, and I've been taking that for myself, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could do it with anything, yeah, like uh, ruler. I barely know. Or, um, you know. <laughs> Computer, barely know. <laughs> Any object. They're all as funny as each other. <laughs> they only, only get funnier with time and frequency. Now tell us, boy, earlier on you told us you was looking for that no good Ronin Keating. I tell you, life's like a roller coaster when that man comes around. What exactly do you want with Ronin Keating? Oh, he's, uh, you say he's no good. I thought he was a good, I thought he was a good guy. That was the thing. He's, um... Basically, we are, uh, we're gonna get Ronan Keating, we're gonna ride back to, uh, Portillo's Gulch, and we're gonna defend it from, uh, from no good, from the, from the no goods. Yeah, so he's gonna help us, uh, yeah, help us defend the town. He's gonna help you defend the town from the no good, as you say, and that's Portillo's Gulch. Did I hear you correctly, boy? Yeah, Portillo's Gulch, that's the one. Yeah, it's an interesting name. God knows, God knows how they heard of Portillo, but, you know. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna ride up on on uh, ride up on Liam and Noel the horses, and with Ronin, and we're gonna pew pew. We're gonna see him off. Tell me a little more now, boy. Why exactly would you want to help out the residents of Portillo's Gulch? What exactly have you got uh, invested in that little town? Uh, well, I mean, they said they said that if we well, I mean. We appeared through a portal in the cactus's bumhole, whatever it was, wandered through the desert, and then we, they said if we help them, they'll give us um, the, the, uh, Enyo, the, the, the notebook of Enyo Morricone that we're here to find. The notebook of Enyo Morricone, boy. Yes. That's... That is most interesting indeed. Uh, bartender, can I get another, another monkey shoulder for my friend Fireface here? I like what you're saying to me now, boy. I, I gotta say, I'm finding you a lot more interesting since I find out you're not just into the act of traveling between towns to get to know the place. Sounds like you've got a little more of a mission in mind than you first let on. Yeah, well, you know, you can never be too careful um, when you're, uh, you know, talking to strangers and being very drunk. Sometimes you have to be a little bit cautious, and sometimes you throw caution to the wind when you realize that you've found your new six best friends. We are your best friends, my friend. In fact, Ginger, why don't you go tell our uh, mutual friend all about our new buddy Fireface here? I, I have a feeling our mutual friend might have some interest in uh, this little tale he spun of Enyo Maracone's notebook. Uh, you enjoy that there dram, boy. Uh, we're going to get to be knowing each other a whole lot better soon. Woo, yeah, that's like get to know it, like to talk feelings, talk about like life and stuff. What, what exactly brings you here to our little town? Uh, well, I'm actually in town uh, 
me and my my buddy see him sat over there. Looks like he's uh, made himself acquainted with a few of the local eccentrics. Uh, oh, we're here yeah. looking for someone. I believe goes by the name of Ronan Keating. Ronan Keating. Well, there's a name I've not heard in uh, in uh, several years. Yeah, I I know the fellow you're speaking of. You know you know Ronan Keating. Ronan Keating. Yeah, I I know the son bitch. Yeah, yeah. He, me and him, we we've been entangled in our in our previous years. But um, some say you uh, he ran with the best boys, but he, he don't do that anymore. He's uh, yeah, he's a bit more of a loner now. Some say his moral compass maybe did a bit of a bit of a one eighty these days. Uh, he's uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure if if you want to find him, you can probably find him. He's uh, usually hangs out up with the. Uh, there he is, Anton. There he is. There's the some bitch that talked about the book. Uh, well, looky here. What's this? We got us a couple of new folks in town, hmm? Scrawn this scrap of a lad at the ball there on this fine young gentleman who's been getting acquainted with my right-hand man, Emmanuel Toothbrush. I'm, I'm Fireface. Fireface, hello. Hello there, Fireface. I'm told you're in town looking for a certain special book. Yeah. Jim, what have you bloody done? The music, God. the music book, the, the the book of the book of the notes, the one, the one that goes ah yeah yeah, yeah. That's right. You're looking for the book that belonged to the finest composer ever to grace this here Western world. Uh, but but boss, it's it's Western world. Uh, sorry, uh, Western world. That's right. Now I don't know where a couple of newcomers like you get the idea they can come a wandering on in here and taking what belongs to the the best boys. But I just know you're gonna tell me everything you know about where that book is, Fireface. I mean, gimme give gimme give three more monkey shoulders. Rattlesnake got your tongue, boy. You all done used up your bar tab. Tell us a little more about where we're gonna find a notebooker in your Marconi. Um, Mr. Sorry, what what was your what was your name again? Mr. What was my name? Boy, if you need to know my name, then you shouldn't be here in Sampler Center. I'm going to tell you his name now to do you a favor, or else you're going to be drinking your next meal through a straw. That there is Anton Taganista, leader of the best boys and the most cruel gunslinger in all the Western world. Uh, That's right, Emmanuel. Now tell me again, boy. What was it you knew about Ennio Morricone's notebook? Uh, um, uh, I actually, uh, I, I seem to have forgotten. Uh, yeah, yeah, I... I uh, come, come a little closer, Fireface. <clears throat> uh, Tell me exactly what it is you forgot. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm okay on this side of the table. Um, and not that there's nothing to forget, because I never knew anything... Just to begin with, it was just it was just drunk it was just drunken chat. You're you know never knew too much, eh? Never knew too much. Well, seems like you might need a little schooling there, boy. How about uh, mm, I got Pepper Spear? Bring him on up here. Uh... I'm going to teach our uh, knowledgeless friend a thing or two about how one gets by in Western world. Well, 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 fell- I mean, fellas, fellas, there's no, I mean, whoa, your breath is very nice, but there's no need to get that close. This is, this, you know, this is a... Uh... Boy, I'm not going to have to school you a little in how things work around here now. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, Anton. I think these, uh, these fellas are new here in town, and uh, I think, I think we ought to cut them a bit of slack, you know, give them a, give them a bit of a leisure time to get used to things. Step aside, expositional stranger. This ain't your fight. Uh, do excuse me, but uh, I must insist on this matter. Well, you think you can insist what Anton Taganista does? Maybe I have to show you the back of my hand. How dare you? How very dare you? I am, uh, I am insulted and injured to my core. Take one of these. Boys, raise hell! Get, get, get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape! Ow! Oh. oh, I say, sir, unhand me. Oh, take this, y'all jackal. Ah! Oh. 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 Ow! Come over here. Oh. Give you a piece of my mind, boy. Oh, watch, watch the monkey shoulder. Watch the monkey shoulder. My mirror. Ginger, I've been looking to settle a score with you for some time. You slept with my wife. Oh, Callum, Callum, over here, over here, behind this table. 
Oh, you sobered up now, just in time. Nice one, Fireface. Well, I mean, sorry, the, the, uh, you know, the threat of the imminent beating really, like, it really makes you sober up. Yeah, sorry. You know you can't handle fire water at the best of, whiskey at the best of times. I know, I'm sorry, but I just, you know, we've got, we've got, you know, like we said, you know, drinking whiskey, watching westerns, I got, I got a bit carried away with, you know, with the vibe, I'm sorry. I was just about to find out where Ronan Keaton was, and now we're bloody stuck in a bar fight. Look, the door's open, let's yeah, sneak let's on out of here. I don't want to, they, they, yeah, I feel like I'm a marked man, we got to, I've got to get out of here. Army Hammer not like indiscriminate violence, but discriminate violence, good, you hear, me hit you. That was a, a rough day. I'm sorry about the whole blabbing thing. I think I just had a bit, a bit too much to drink. I got carried away with the old, uh, the old gang vibes, you know. Eh, how are you to know, Jim? Sometimes I wonder if we're cut out for this adventurer lifestyle. This is yet another adventure that seems to be going south. Yeah, we're, I was. we no closer to getting Enyo's notebook. I mean, I did find out a few things about Ronin. I don't know about you. Uh, sounds like he's some kind of ex-outlaw turned uh, moral do-gooder who. He's hard to hard to track down, but I think if we can find him, he might be the answer to Mortillo's guiltiest problems. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the uh, the <coughs> the unpleasant fellow at the at the poker table described him as a no gooder, which made me think he probably is pretty good. <laughs> if the bad guys are calling him no good, I don't know. It, it seems <laughs> seems like you know. Yeah, I think he might be able to help us out of a scrape. I don't know. I think I always thought of us as quite anxious people about stuff. So the fact that we're you know throwing our lives into danger. No, it's yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit unsettling, isn't it? Well, I'm anxious all the time. I mean, I have constant <laughs> IBS. This this entire adventure is giving me nightmares. I'm, yeah, I'm, oh, no. life is a constant source of anxiety to me now. But well, these campfire beans that we're eating are probably not going to help that IBS situation <laughs> whatsoever. Hey, I'm going to feed a few of them to old Noel. Come on, come over here, boy. There oh, you go, yeah. Noel Galloper. <laughs> I like these horses. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly nearly lost, Liam. I never would have actually. Like bet you away in a poker game, mate. Don't worry about that. I'm sorry. I'll never yeah, use you. Yeah, your... <laughs> you were tight with those boys. It seemed like they had a nickname for you and everything. Fireface, wasn't it? Yeah, they called me Fireface or Fireface, which I mean, I'm I'm kind of down with. You know, I've got like a big ginger beard, so I think it. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it works for me. It's not the it's not the worst nickname I've had by a long way. Oh, the best boys. They're assholes. They seem like yeah. real jerks. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I guess, Why are they called the Best Boys? I think it must be Best Boys because of the like the film thing, rather than the fact that they're like actually good people. Um, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's like a it's a film production film production thing joke. I think yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of tenuous puns and weird connections going on around here. I think everyone's got a bit film crazy. I mean, Western films are pretty cool. I've. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been doing a bit of reading about them of late, and I never knew that there was supposedly sort of seven predefined genres about Western films. That's uh, yeah. that's news to me. Yeah. But apparently, you can boil down the 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 kind of typical Western anyway. I'm talking about the sort of you know the the original American style Western, not yeah. the um, not the spaghetti Western, which is a genre in and of itself. Yeah. And actually, probably if I'm honest, sort of the genre that I when I say Western. I realized how many of the ones I've seen are just spaghetti westerns. It's a very niche part of the western kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I think that's genre. that's probably what most people think of. It's probably the most common one because I think yeah, like the the sort of the, the classic American ones with like John Wayne and all that sort of stuff. They don't have quite the same cheesy like zing. I think they could tend to be a little bit a little bit self serious. <laughs> yeah, and some of them also just quite. Um, historically racist yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> cowboys obviously yeah. originally kind of part of the yeah not great colo colonial new world thing it's it's not yeah. necessarily well that's why quite subject matter. yeah it's true <laughs> that's why I quite like the the sort of you know more recent years there's been a lot of revisionist westerns that have like sort of reassessed the actual thing yeah the whole you know the whole the wild west there's, uh, you know, cowboys and, and Indians and stuff is actually quite like a, a very like, yeah, very colonialist and quite offensive and outdated stereotype, really. Like it wasn't they weren't settlers. There was already people there. Yeah. And they're normally the part that gets stereotyped and <laughs> yeah. shoehorned into being the bad guys. Exactly. Yeah. It's all... Well, uh, I've just dug out my notebook where I'd uh, scribbled down a few of the old the seven 
subgenres of Western, just because I was kind of interested. Apparently, there's the Union Pacific story, yeah. uh, which typically centers on the construction of a railroad, railroad. telegraph line, or some kind of modern tech. Uh, the ranch story, um, it's kind of based around uh, threats to a ranch from rustlers or large landowners. Would the Magni Magnificent Seven fit somewhat into that? I feel like as well, Red Dead Redemption, uh, oh, yeah. Undead Nightmare fits ever so slightly into that category. <laughs> they certainly launched that spin-off with, with that uh, initial premise. Yeah, the Empire story, that's uh, involving a ranch, a ranching or oil empire. That gets me thinking of Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. in the old um, There Will Be Blood. Oh, yes, indeed. Which is also like a, ne a neo-Western. I, I really like this whole neo-Western thing. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Hell or High Water with Chris Pine and Ben Foster and Jeff Bridges um, is insanely good. That's like a, that's like the, the most recent neo-Western I watched, and it is actually it's very good, especially because it takes on some of the, uh, yeah, some of the <clears throat> injustices and stuff that, you know, it, it deals with the modern world in quite like a, a, an interesting way, I think. Uh, right, okay. makes parallels between you know, who's the real outlaw? Is it the bank that like forecloses on like hundreds of thousands of people's houses or is it the two criminals that go and rob the bank afterwards? Who's the real uh, bad guy, you know? I mean, clearly the people whoa. clearly the people pointing guns at innocent people are not great, but you know, I don't know. It's an I want to watch one. There's one I've got uh, sat on my um, shelf uh, in the back of the camper um, for those long journeys where we decide to stick on a film. It's uh, one called Baccarat. Ooh. which is a Brazilian film uh, from a few years back, which I, I don't know much about it, but I know it follows a similar um, trajectory to something like Bone Tomahawk, another neo-Western, in that the f first and second halves of the film are distinctly different. Uh, I don't want to say any more than that, but for fear of being accused of spoiling things by you <laughs> later on. But okay, I think okay. the... Yeah, they're, they're like a fil films of two halves, which really play with the Western genre and kind of do, kind of kind of almost fuse it with other genres. In the case of Bone Tomahawk, uh, like, horror. Yeah, a lot of horror. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, um, so just to rattle off those last four, we've got Revenge Story, and that's an obvious one. Yeah. Um, Cavalry and Indian Story, which is, I guess, what we were saying. Yeah, is, uh, pretty outdated. Pretty bad. Outdated. Uh, Outlaw Story. Uh, we think we've found ourselves in one of these right now. Yeah. And a Marshall story in which the lawman and his uh, his challenges drive the plot. Ah, true grit. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, true. true grit. Yeah, I mean, if you hear Marshall, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, so good. Or John Wayne, slightly, yeah, slightly worse a person. <laughs> Not slightly. Of a course, lot, lot yeah, that was the original version. Yeah. yeah, it was. But Marshall Rooster Cogburn, he's uh, yeah, he's yeah. quite a guy. I don't know. I think yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> I quite like that. That they're sort of, you know that it could be boiled down to like a specific it's almost like the that's the kernel of the story but then you sort of build the rest of it around it and there's lots of like different things you can do i mean this is not even to mention space westerns of which there have been quite a few and you know like all sorts of weird steampunk stuff hey i tell you what all this western chat has cheered me up uh no, no end i feel like yeah. you know things things might start looking up we just need to wake up tomorrow with a fresh attitude uh pick up where we left off we can probably sneak back into Sample center with a couple of fake mustaches, and yeah, maybe we'll be able to dig up some more information. I was pretty close to finding out where Ronin bases himself. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the. Ah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that my antics interrupted. I wonder, like, I don't know. Hopefully he's nearby because you know I, th I don't want to have to do another desert ride. That was not fun. No, no. I think uh, <clears throat> it wore me out enough that I'm going to have to turn in for the night pretty soon. Uh, yeah. All right. So I reckon if we just sort of cozy up uh, near these rocks here, try and shelter from the main wind. It looks like the fire isn't going to burn down too quickly. I think the embers will keep us warm until uh, early morning. So yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wander off to just have a little a little teeny post monkey shoulder slash against a cactus. You enjoy yourself. I'll uh, probably be asleep when you get back. I'm shattered. Okay. Night, well, pal. Yeah, sleep well, pal. It's still dark. What time is it? Oh, check my phone. Still getting reception, man. Spiff's bath reception is top notch. It's uh, 3:45 a.m. Jim, Jim, are you are you sleeping all right? Jim, Jim, Jim. Oh my god, he didn't come back from his slash. J Jim, Jim. 
Oh, man. Uh, I'll, uh, maybe I'll check in with Nolan and Liam, see if they know where he's got to. Oh, my God. Not only can horses not talk, so this is a terrible idea, but Liam's gone. It's just Noel. Oh, my God. Jim, Liam Galloper, they're both gone. They, uh, they took your friend. What? Who are you? I heard you boys was looking for me. Ronan? Ronan Keating? Ah, uh, that's, that's, that's the one. That's me. I don't know who you boys are, but you, uh, you're asking about me is awful loud, and uh, I don't like attention. What's happened to Jim? Who's got him? It was them best boys. They, uh, they, they knew you boys was out here, and they, uh, they come along, and they've taken him. Shit. I knew we should have camped further away from San Placenta. We only rode for about 30 seconds. See the, you could see the bar from yeah, where we were boys camped. Aren't, aren't mighty careful with this sort of thing, are you? You clearly, you clearly don't belong out here in the desert, you, uh, you city soft hands. Well, I suppose that's evidenced by the fact that you came and watched us sleep yeah. free for the. Uh, I'm glad you were here, though. So, so they got him, and all right, Ronin. Sorry, there's a lot to catch up on here. Um, first of all, have you have you caught up on on why we were looking for you? The, the people of Portillo's Gulch, they're, they're in real oh, trouble. There's always, there's always some, some village, there's always some village in trouble. There's always someone that needs help, and, and I help where I can, but, uh, boy, I'm awful tired. What the, they seem to want you pretty specifically. You, you must have a real reputation in these parts. What, 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 what do you even do going around helping people out? Some kind of little virtue signaler. What's, what's your gig? Boy, if you call me Virtue Sigler again, I'm gonna feed your shoes to the vultures and fill your bedroll with cactus needles. You hear me? Sorry, sir. It's okay. I'm just, uh, I'm just tired because it's 3:54 a.m. and I've been watching you sleep instead of sleeping myself. Ugh. It's penance for my my previous life of uh, misdoings, misdeeds, and misdunnings and whatnot. You used to run with the best boys. That's what that's what I heard at the bar from the kind stranger who seemed willing to tell me an awful lot. Oh yeah, that asshole, he's always blabbing his mouth. Yeah, that's true. I uh I ran with the best boys. Uh, I uh I ran with them. I punched with them, I kicked with them, sometimes even shot with them. I did lots of things with them, them fellas. But after seeing uh seeing seen one too many villages burn for the sake of yet another opening credit sequence. Or seeing another child grow up without his parents because the mammy and pappy are being forced to churn out screenplay after screenplay. Uh, does enough to make a man's stomach turn, and I, uh, I, yeah, let's just say, let's just say I, I wheeled my horse about and made my way out of the town of evil and into the village of good. Uh, and also, uh, I had a, had a real, a real falling out with, uh, with one of my ex-comrades, a certain, uh, bluish waltz. That, uh, that guy was a real piece of shit on my shoe. We, uh, we used to do, uh, little, little, you know, little shows, little, uh, little talent shows for each other to while away those lonely desert nights. And, uh, I was in the midst of a, you know, I did a particularly, uh, particularly excellent rendition of, uh, Barry Manilow's Mandy. I was real rude about it. Uh, never well, seen, you know never what? sat right with me. You're here now, Ronan. Where the hell's Lewis Walsh, eh? So you you know Anton Taganista pretty well, then. He seemed like a pretty unhinged dude. He he was uh, he was trying to. Well, I mean, if he's got Jim now, I mean, Jim's in real trouble. Yeah, he he, he is he is uh, he's not not in the best situation. I would say. I think uh, Anton Taganista is a real prick. <laughs> you got a real poetic way of words. Sometimes I think you say stuff better when you say nothing at all. Okay, listen up, Ronin. We need to make a plan. The best boys are going to attack Portillo's Gulch at dawn. We, we've got very little time. It's 3.59 now. Okay, you've uh, you've got my taste buds going. and uh, The only thing that will uh, satisfy is the taste for justice. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll help them. I'll help you guys and help the villagers of uh, Portillo's Gulch. Uh, um, okay, meet me... Uh, You're going to be really tired. You not slept at all. We've got to be there in two hours. Oh, uh, well, good thing that uh, I pack uh, at least three bags of uh, caffeinated ground coffee. Uh, that shit will keep me up for uh, at least uh, an hour and a half, which is long enough for me to to uh, run wild over over them shitty best boys. They uh, they ain't got nothing on me. Okay, I'm going to set off riding, riding back to Portillo's Gulch now on, on Knoll. So what, do I meet you at the town 
border at dawn? Meet me at the uh, the east road into the village, and uh, we'll make those damn fools pay. Okay, near, near the old uh, clock tower, I think. I'll I'll, I'll see you there t- tomorrow at uh, well, in, in a couple of hours' time. Tomorrow, I'll see you there tomorrow at dawn, i.e., about an hour and a half. So, all right. See you soon, uh, Ronin. It's great to meet you. You're a real stand-up chap. Thanks, thanks, fella. You uh, you city slickers are all right.